0: Welcome to Automation Chat. I'm your host, Teresa Houck, Executive Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our partner, Network Magazine. This is another editorial series episode in which I discuss my take on important issues that affect you and the industry. Today, I'm talking about industrial automation trends in 2022. You're probably aware of some of them. My hope is that understanding them will help you on your digital transformation journey. But before I dive in, it's time for our family-friendly, silly joke of the day. If I had 50 cents for every math exam I failed, I'd have (laughs) $8.35. So true. Okay, so many industrial automation trends became trends because manufacturers and producers are using the strategies and IoT technologies to improve agility, productivity, and performance. Considering how many challenges you've had to face recently, like COVID, supply chain disruptions, and the skilled labor shortage, and that's just in addition to the normal challenges of running a successful business, smart solutions and strategies, represented by the trends I'll be talking about, really do provide a golden opportunity to move forward from a position of strength. Now, most of what I'll talk about isn't new to this year, Uh, They've been building up for several years as manufacturers are working hard to build resilience and improve operations, speed to market, customer service, and end-to-end supply chain transparency. And many of you are part of that momentum. So let's dive in and look at 12 key digital transformation trends this year. First, let's talk about the key trend that relates to every other trend that we'll be discussing today, and that is the use of data analytics to increase business value. Digitalization is all about data, and data is your secret power. I'm pulling out advanced analytics as its own trend here because of its importance, but understand that data analytics are part of every stage of the IoT. You gather your plant data and see what it's telling you. Putting that data into context for IT-OT convergence is a vital function in any step of digital transformation. How important is it, you ask? I can hear you. According to Gartner's 2022 Automation Trends Predictions report, through 2024, enhancements in analytics and automatic remediation capabilities will refocus 30% of IT operations efforts from support to continuous engineering. Now, to clarify what automatic remediation capabilities means, it's workflow that triggers and responds to alerts or events by executing actions that can prevent or fix the problem. So tighter integration of advanced prescriptive and predictive analytics at the control layer is driving high value applications and manufacturing across industries. Do you remember that saying garbage in, garbage out? Often data scientists spend significant cycles with engineers to get the right OT context after the fact while engaging in the data preparation phase of building analytical models. To make it easy, OT engineers can configure OT data tags to be captured at runtime, indicate the frequency of collection, and set up a logical structure or a common information data model for packaging the OT data according to the needs of data scientists. Okay, trend number two, one of the most dynamic trends in industrial automation is the use of artificial intelligence or AI and machine learning or ML. These are disrupting manufacturing in amazing ways. And according to Gartner's Automation Trends report, by 2025, 50% of all enterprises will have created AI orchestration platforms to implement AI, up from fewer than 10% in 2020. There's a lot going on with AI and ML. For our purposes, I'm going to call them sub-developments, just for organization. One of the sub-developments from AI and ML is the emergence of what has been called OT citizen data scientists. About 10 years ago or so, model creation was done by data scientists. That space has been disrupted because of the availability of easy-to-use tools that let even the non-data scientists use ML libraries and build models. So now we're seeing growing interest in making AI and ML much more accessible. Manufacturers are engaging employees with a variety of domain knowledge to contribute to better analytics initiatives. So, what does that mean? It means we're seeing OT engineers, IT analysts, data scientists, and citizen data scientists increasingly getting involved in creating ML models and participating in the digital revolution. People want the ability to collaborate and participate while building AI and ML models. Another key sub development in AI and ML is automatically capturing OT context at the edge to enhance IT-OT convergence. Even though AI and ML technology has come a long way, data prep remains a challenge. The reason is simply because incorrect predictions from poor-quality data can have serious repercussions on production, worker safety, and capital-intensive equipment. IT analysts and data scientists often want specific, comprehensive OT data sets with high granularity to solve domain problems, but engineers can't easily access them. Now, poor quality data causes a lot of back and forth between the engineers and data scientists, even before the model creation stage. And the same raw OT dataset could be reused for building other models in the future. It's important to have high quality data standards, integrity, and relevance before model prep and execution. Automatically capturing OT data context at the edge can help unlock high quality and actionable insights from the immense volume of plant floor data. High-speed contextualization of data at the edge is facilitating IT-OT convergence by preserving data integrity and integrating it into flexible common information models. It's helping data scientists and data engineers collaborate better to develop enterprise-level insights. Another key sub-development in AI and ML is end-to-end model lifecycle management. So managing the machine learning model operations cycle end-to-end, which means from model creation to maintenance, is an emerging focus area in the industrial analytics space. After creating an analytics model, it's important to track the machine learning model's performance and keep training it with newer production data. Maintaining the model is important, but it's even more important to know when an ML model needs to be rebuilt. This can happen as market conditions fluctuate, manufacturing needs change, or production processes evolve. A few examples of when an ML model would need to be rebuilt could include a production line redesign, a new sensor addition, or a recent heavy equipment maintenance. AI clearly is ideally suited for predictive maintenance to detect failure patterns in machinery and components. This helps manufacturers know when to take preventive measures. Another key sub-development in AI and ML is democratization of AI and reducing barriers to entry for domain experts in manufacturing. What does that mean? More and more OT engineers familiar with operations and equipment are using modern AI tools with visual point-and-click UI. This trend is also being accelerated by the availability of pre-built machine learning apps. So, flexibility to create or run ML solutions anywhere from edge to cloud and with end-to-end model lifecycle management is helping manufacturers achieve enterprise scale and be agile with their human and IT resources to meet market needs. For example, ML capabilities can allow OT engineers to train and run models at the edge. And AI capabilities let OT engineers, data analysts, or data scientists to create ML models in a centralized IT environment and have the flexibility to deploy them either at the edge or in the cloud. Once deployed, they can monitor model performance and detect model drifts. So... I know that's a lot of what I'm calling sub-developments within AI and machine learning, but that's how much and how fast these technologies are advancing. Okay, so just a minute ago, I talked about how AI and machine learning support predictive maintenance. And I wanna note that the increasing importance of predictive maintenance is in itself a growing trend, whether through AI and ML software or CMMS software or other methods. The IoT and digital transformation have brought an enormous increase in the need to collect data from every aspect of the manufacturing process. Sensors monitor factors like vibration, temperatures, noise, humidity, etc., to decrease waste and loss by making sure a line is working at peak efficiency. Condition monitoring systems report when a bearing or a motor is reaching the end of its life cycle. For example. Companies no longer can afford to send a technician onto the floor to perform routine maintenance just because the calendar says it's time to do so. With the ability to monitor every aspect of a motor's performance, you know exactly when it will fail and when you should order ahead to replace it, and that means fewer production line shutdowns or reduction situations. Another trend is the use of edge computing and cloud computing, and sometimes in complementary roles. Here are a few interesting findings from the Gartner Trends Projection Report I mentioned earlier. By 2023, 40% of all enterprise workloads will be deployed in cloud infrastructure and platform services, up from 20% in 2020. By 2025, more than 50% of organizations will use a distributed cloud option at the location of their choice. By year-end 2023, which is not very far away, 20% of installed edge edge computing platforms will be delivered and managed by hyperscale cloud providers compared to less than 1% in 2020. Considering that many important industrial analytics applications require a hardware control system response time within milliseconds, sending data to the cloud, retrieving the insight back, and then acting on it sometimes isn't enough for certain applications because the network delay and data transmission costs can sometimes be too high. So it makes sense to offload data processing and analytics at the edge so that appropriate action can be taken in real time at the hardware control layer. That can make all the difference. Edge computing systems support activities like gathering, analyzing, processing, and storing data locally in real time at or near the collection site. People who don't have specific IT expertise can support edge computing platforms, and most are built to run indefinitely without professional on site or remote IT support. More advanced systems management topics also are going to become more prevalent, including containerization, application lifecycle management, and the developer tool chain. Some providers are using cloud-native architectures to let them offer flexibility of containerization and microservices. That way, companies can provide the same functionality no matter how the user wants to run their platform. This improvement in delivery means manufacturers won't have to acquire fundamentally new skills or environments if they decide on a different delivery mode later. Now, in case you haven't heard of containerization, let me briefly describe it. An example would be, when a developer transfers code from a desktop computer to a virtual machine, or from a Linux to a Windows operating system. Containerization eliminates this problem by bundling the application code together with the related configuration files, libraries, and dependencies required for it to run. And to clarify the term microservices, Microservices are an architectural and organizational approach to software development where software is composed of small independent services that communicate over well-defined APIs. These services are owned by small self-contained teams. Okay, number five. This key trend is simplified automation networks through single-payer ethernet. single pair ethernet or SPE is a transformative technology that will accelerate the connected enterprise for process automation. SPE creates a seamless plant-wide infrastructure that's easy to maintain. It's the enabling technology that supports migration from many legacy networks to one common physical layer, delivering power, control, and information to edge devices. It provides greater reach and bandwidth for field device connectivity. So, SPE technology has now become standardized by the IEEE, the IEC, and other standards bodies. And as of June 2021, devices that support SPE communications started entering the market. Companies like Rockwell Automation Technology partner Spectrum Controls and Rockwell Automation Strategic Alliance partner Panduit and others already offer SPE-supporting solutions. Spectrum Controls is using its experience with field bus protocols and APL, which I'll explain in a minute, to reduce the complexity of automation networks as users transition to a more connected enterprise. Panduit has been collaborating for a long time with standards bodies for SPE technology. Various standards development organizations are progressing through their downstream work in support of IEEE 802.3CG. They're building on the game-changing promise of extending Ethernet to edge applications in OT networks such as field devices for industrial control, building automation, and automotive applications with improved and future-looking SPE standards standards to support additional applications and even more advanced capabilities. An important SPE milestone was already reached with the introduction of Ethernet APL or advanced physical layer which is an adaption of the IEEE 10-base T1L standard optimized for the process industry. You can learn more about SPE by downloading Panduit's special report in the link I put in this episode's description. The sixth trend I want to cover is the use of augmented reality, or AR. AR is helping industrial firms in many ways. This includes providing return-to-work measures such as social distancing and remote collaboration, helping with functions like remote assistance, augmented work instructions, and 3D training. VR is also helping with longer-term future of work strategies designed to close the skills gap, drive step change improvements in performance, and ultimately provide meaningful business value. You might be interested in a case study we just published in our April print magazine about how two global consumer packaged goods companies, Kraft Heinz and Anheuser Busch InBev or AB InBev, are using AR. I put a link to that article in this episode's description. Developments in AR technology are focused on providing competitive advantages in addition to worker enablement. Just one example is PTC Vuforia AR that lets users augment digital content to an entire factory floor and create immersive AR experiences that cover hundreds of thousands of square feet of physical space. Now, AR is becoming critical to the way employees work. Here are some activities operators and service technicians can do with AR. See streaming IoT and sensor data while improving condition monitoring. View immersive 3D work instructions for assembly inspection and service procedures. Access step by step instructions and on demand help from tenured experts. Pass feedback about the conditions they're seeing in the plant or field back into the connected digital thread, allowing closed loop feedback across the entire organization. You can see AR demonstrations in exhibitor booths at Automation Fair, which this year will be held November 16th through 17th in Chicago. Another trend is the use of digital twins and virtual simulation. Technologies that make it easier to work and maintain remotely are more important than ever. So virtual simulation and digital twins will continue continue to become more prevalent. A digital twin is a virtual replica of a physical world asset or process that integrates data from the digital and material worlds. This lets users run virtual simulations to work out any problems before moving on to commissioning and further commitments. This is valuable to both OEMs and end users. Yet another trend is the continued increase in robot use. Industrial robotics is one of the necessary elements for industrial automation, and their use continues to grow, especially with the skilled labor shortage. Company leaders will need to help employees reskill toward more complex tasks and refigure the future of work in the workspace to better enable humans to work among machines. Autonomous robots, collaborative robots, also called cobots, software robots, called bots and mobile robots can all be configured through software and artificial intelligence to automate routine tasks like data extraction and cleaning. Cobots are getting a lot of attention because they're quick versatile machines with smart technology and safety features. They can work side by side with humans and perform repetitive, dangerous or otherwise undesirable tasks so that employees can focus on higher value functions. Another important trend is the increasing focus on cybersecurity. Now, this is not a new trend, and news reports of ransomware strikes against U.S. utilities have highlighted a need for increasing cybersecurity. Last year, for example, Colonial Pipeline was infiltrated by a group of Russian hackers via the VPN network that employees use to remotely access their system. In fact, I did a great podcast episode on that, and you can check that out, too. Hackers seem to be bolder now than, more than ever and continue to attack infrastructure like water utilities, manufacturers, and even private citizens. And the Russia-Ukraine war has added to these worries, so it's imperative that industrial firms implement a strong, agile cybersecurity plan. Number 10. The next trend is that we'll be seeing more and more energy-efficient motors. The adoption of high efficiency motors offers huge potential for industrial plants to cut costs and increase sustainability. It's estimated that motors consume almost 70% of the electricity used in the manufacturing sector. The supply side of the energy equation is being addressed by renewable energy resources and battery technologies, while efficient motors are addressing the demand side. Number 11. We're also seeing a tendency for industrial firms to start implementing technology-driven supply chain transparency and accountability. Smart technology is affecting the supply chain because interest in reliability, transparency, and flexibility is at an all-time high because of the ongoing disruptions of the past few years. Technologies like AI, vendor management software, and blockchain will all play a role in making supply chain management a function that is more agile and resilient. These smart technologies will also help provide more accountability and freedom of choice. And the last trend I want to highlight is the rise of hyper-automation. I don't know if you've heard the term hyper-automation very much, but you'll start hearing it more and more. You know, most experts dismiss the rise of remote work in 2020 as just a temporary shift to handle the acute state of emergency caused by COVID. But more than two years later, many employees are still working from home and even more are juggling a hybrid office. With this shift in the work environment, automation has merged many segments to account for these changes. With this shift in the work environment, automation has merged many segments to account for these changes. Smart technologies like robotic process automation, process mining, chatbots, low-code workflow platforms. AI, machine learning, and intelligent document processing are increasingly merging to create a more unified experience. This blurring together is referred to as hyperautomation. It requires a more disciplined approach for enterprises to quickly identify, vet, and automate as many of their processes as possible. And hyperautomation is a rapidly growing trend. Gartner expects that the hyperautomation market will expand to nearly 600 billion the end of this year. So 2022, we'll see industrial leaders increasingly step away from segmented automation and view it as pieces to a puzzle that can be put together to improve the organization at the same time. So what are some key takeaways from these 12 industrial automation trends I've summarized? Let's see. The pace of automation is accelerating with more organizations creating fully automated value chains. Factors like COVID-19, supply chain disruptions, and the labor shortage are creating opportunities for manufacturers and producers to rethink their processes and use digital technologies to stay on their A game. Using analytics to mine plant floor data and put it into context to add value to a business is no longer just an option to stay competitive. It's an imperative. Use of software like artificial intelligence, machine learning, Augmented reality and others will continue to increase because of their power to create new knowledge. Humans and machines will be working together more and more. Digital transformation will continue to be a key part of mitigating supply chain disruptions. Industry will continue to bridge the labor skills gap with technology, can also use that technology to build worker enablement to help retain employees. Obviously, every company is at a different place in their digital journey, and it isn't really a question of if they need to transform, because it's now a strategic imperative. Digital transformation is complex, and while technology adoption is inevitable, it requires ongoing improvements across various domains like talent acquisition, workforce culture, business requirements, and the market landscape, among others. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that understanding these trends will help you on your digital transformation journey. I'm Teresa Hauck with The Journal Magazine, and we'll talk again soon. If you enjoy Automation Chat, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much for listening.